The Ohio Derby Pick 4 edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. Oh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn. Uh, one, welcome back to the show. Uh, you know, this week we've been doing kind of more big concept stuff, not necessarily looking at races, but talking about. You know, with Matthew DeSantis, we talked about sloppy tracks, how we approach them. Uh, with Ryder Dave, uh, the smartest man I know, um, he wasn't kidding yesterday. His his dad is actually like a world-class neurologist. Um, we talked about the mental side of handicapping, like being in that right mental space. Uh, I've got, I had a show planned for that along those lines, but I'm actually going to save it for, for next Wednesday. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else... You know, anyone here listens to any of the other podcasts I do, uh, especially uh, the ones I do with my boy XFL Jim. But if you do, you know that Jim is an every You know that I'm an every man. I am very much sucked up in horse playing. Uh, that sounds... Let's think about phrasing here. I am very much um, invested in horse racing, and I know a lot about it. A lot about it. But Jim doesn't. You know why Jim is, for one, an incredible mush when it comes to horses. But two, uh, the fact that he is a, uh, you know, just a good old dude from Nebraska. You know, he calls crushed old Milwaukee cans uh, the working man's hockey pucks. I've decided for him. So we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to pull him as my, like, normie. Oh, what, what just, what is the everyman? think about horse racing or does he think about horse racing because it seems like we keep popping into the ether and it's for really bad shit kind of a bummer but how much that bad shit that we like clutch pearls and get anxious about how much of that actually like resonates we're gonna find out when we talk to xfl gym next week i'm so excited he's one of, literally like one of my best friends on the face of the planet this is the first time that my pod has collided with him i'm pumped so instead of doing that, I realized that like I it would be remiss for me to just skip out on the pageantry and the horse racing, just like you know, legendary stuff that that's happening right now. Like how do I I pass on that? I mean, while everyone else is focused on this like low rent shit being, of course, Royal Ascot. Uh, the real prestige is happening in North Randall, Ohio, I guess, maybe. Whenever we go to Thistle Downs for Ohio Derby Day. So we're going to be taking a look at the late pick four, the all-stakes pick four for Ohio Derby Day. So for all you Ohio players out there, fucking roller coaster of love, let's go. It's going to be a roller coaster of uh, 
love of talking shit of Ohio. Okay, that's, that's the first thing that we need to get out of the way. Um, I'm an unabashed uh, Ohio hater. And I'll tell you what, I'm like one quarter or actually one eighth native Ohioan. That's right. I had a grandmother who's from Ohio. Uh, she died before I was born. And, uh, you know, I thank my stars every day that that happened. So I never had to associate with an Ohioan in my family. That's harsh. My mom probably does not like me saying that. Um, you know, I just don't, I feel like the, the United States, uh, has entrusted way too many very important decisions with Ohio. Uh, I driving through Ohio is like, we've let these people pick the fucking president. How many times? Nope. Don't like that shit at all. I do not trust you to, to choose between Arby's and, and Captain D's. There's a wrong answer and it's an easy one. The other thing is I fucking hate Ohio state. A lot of that comes from uh, my Arkansas Razorbacks having just a killer year under one uh, Bobby Ozark Chappaquiddick Petrino. And we got to play in the Sugar Bowl against Ohio State. It was the year that fucking Terrell Pryor was getting just like Wiz Khalifa tatted up. Impro- with, with improper benefits. Actually, probably wouldn't be against the rules anymore at all. Uh, but uh, him and a bunch of other star players all tatted up. Suddenly, the NCAA comes in to investigate. Hide the money, y'all! There's poor people around! <laughs> Big story. Terrell Pryor, all the players allowed to come back and play in the Sugar Bowl. I was super cocky. I was like, fuck them. I want to play them with Terrell Pryor and all those guys. And we lost by like three points. And I was like, they could have sat out. They really could have sat that one out, you know, in the interest of fairness. So, uh, yeah, I've got a lot of, there's a lot of baggage with Ohio for me. Um, things I do like about, about Ohio. Uh, the Thistledown track, track, like what's the the name of the casino that it's like brought to you by. I really just think of Jack Link's, uh, you know, beef jerky every time I think about it. Also, one of these races is the Daniel Stearns, and that's awfully close to one half of the Wet Bandits with Joe Pesci. That's right, that that Daniel Stern. And uh, not to mention the voice of, of Kevin Arnold in the Wonder Years. So, I decided it was time to look at an Ohio Derby card. Even though I picked the same winner every year of the Ohio Derby, that's right. Heroin. Got him. We fucking got him. <laughs> but let's not talk about, uh, you know, main tar taking, taking a black tar down, down the main main street of, uh, you know, the main vein of USA, Ohio. Uh, let's, let's talk about something more pleasant. Never give you withdrawal. Bird dogs, goddamn shorts. Why are we talking about these? Because they make you look good. You look good, you feel good, you play good. Plus, they're khaki shorts. Every dude needs like two pairs of khaki shorts to get through the summer. They got a slimmer fit for your fat ass to make you look agile. They got this crazy Lululemon kind of stretchy fabric. It makes you flexible. You can be like Lieutenant Jim Dangle. You can be a law enforcement cheetah. 
And right now, you can go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Oh, we've got trouble right here. Starts with T, which rhymes with P, which starts pool. I don't know. I can't remember the music, man. I actually saw I saw the music, man, in Little Rock, Arkansas one time. Uh, it was David Cassidy, yes, of the Partridges. Uh, his mom, uh, was it Shirley Jones, who was in the original one? And um, they didn't have the rights to the music, man. They just did like five-eighths of the music, man. And then there was just weird, incestuous praise you know, heaped upon was it Shirley Jones from David Cassidy? It was strange. But let's talk about something that appears to be way less strange. We're talking about the pick four at Thistledown this Saturday, June 24th for Ohio Derby Stakes Day. Uh, starts race nine. Post time is going to be 357 uh, Eastern, uh, which Ohio, uh, Eastern, uh, 257 God's time. Let's dive into it. It's nine furlongs. The day. Cleveland Gold Cup Stakes. These Ohio breads are throwing down for $75,000. I feel like Kirk Herbstreet should be entered in this race. And I thought this was an easy two-deep leg in the opening race for the pick four. Uh, The five, Hey Eugene. That's the likely speed of speed that actually has the pedigree to handle this race. First time stretching out on dirt uh, for many of these horses. Many of these horses have only run sprints, maybe a longer race on the turf, and a lot of them just don't have the names on the top lines and the bottom lines that suggest that they're actually going to go ahead be able to, to you know, handle it. Um, you know, if you take Hey Eugene, because this is going to be likely the speed of the speed, while there are other speed horses, he is going to have to duel another one and put it down. That's always a dicey proposition. So instead of just opting for the five hey eugene and saying this is the speed of speed that carries i'm mixing up my running styles and uh i i'm going to take the three paint the town because if paint the town wins it means that hey eugene pulled uh fair and square the other speed into this uh amazing i don't even see the six trojan tail the favorite at five to two even really in the mix quite honestly uh so i'm staying with those two horses uh the three paint the town at five to one and the five, hey, Eugene at four to one. Pretty fair prices in this eight horse race. Uh, there are no favorites because we don't know if any of these are capable of surviving for nine furlongs, to be brutally honest. All right. We are one leg down, but we're one full heart in this pick four. And our hearts go out. To our boy G. Lou, because this is the Ohio bred George Lewis Memorial Stakes. Another $75,000 race. Uh, this one's for three-year-olds. And I can't stress this enough. George Lewis, we miss you every day. Um, let's get into race 10. Eight and a half furlongs. This one, a lot more wide open. This is a a bigger race, but honestly, in these races, I feel like you can keep it about three deep and you're going to have it covered. This looks like the more chaotic, uh, you know, races in in, in this, uh, on this card. There were, you know, 10 horses entered. 
I had six that I just couldn't toss more than the field. That's a little bit more than, than average. So pace really becomes a factor. And when you look at the pace, especially like the Brisnet pace uh, figures here, listen, if I, if I don't have time to necessarily, you know, project a pace, uh, if I, if I don't have time to do some of the other pace things, like looking at these average, you know, pace figures from Brisnet, it, it can work. It can work. And what you see when you look at that is you see a whole lot of early speed. You see some pressers, but these are all pressers with extremely just flat running styles. Um, I like to see if it's a flat running style, it means a horse that came out and burned it on the front end. They ran huge E1 and E2 pace figures held on, you know, maybe dropped off a little bit with the, with the LP, the late, late pace. Um, or I like to see a steady build from closers. And I see that with two. It's the seven uh, moster at six to one, uh, where if you look at these pace figures, you know, it's going to have something to run into. It starts picking up steam when it hits that kind of E2 figure. And then it is full on fucking running uh, whenever it gets to, to the late, you know, late speed uh, moster for Glenroy Brown, uh, which that's unfair. Cause he's got two first names in one name. Uh, he's got Hector Berrios up, or he's hitting 33%. But keep in mind, folks, that's a small sample size. That's one out of three. Uh, what's notable is this is a stakes race, and this horse is dropping out of open competition at Thistledown allowance. Um, gotta like a horse racing against open competition, running a game fourth, uh, and, and facing horses that are restricted and career Ohio breads. Um, Moster, I, I like that that drop. And then I also just love that kind of steady freight train kind of build. Uh, the other one uh, that I liked from off the pace, the six, Relish the Ridge. He's in for a big name in these parts. Jeffrey A. Redisevich. I'll be, I'm going to be honest. We don't have um, Balkans, Eastern Bloc, slash uh, Polish people in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I've had very little... Um, experience pronouncing these last names but uh same thing going for relish the ride uh relish the ride drops out of the same kind of race that moster did however won that bitch uh but they're also just big question marks a lot of these horses are trying eight and a half furlongs for for the first time uh i do like relish the ridges ability to to close into hot paces the horse is one going the distance i gotta think that this is your most likely winner for uh jeffrey uh uh was it jeffrey ratto i guess we'll just say ratto instead of the adding the part which gives it its identity that might have been a hate crime listen okay everyone i might have just committed a hate crime i need everyone to be cool we got to get our story straight i kid we're moving on to the nine romantic cowboy i'm also using this but chase didn't you say there was going to be shit ton of early speed in this race? You're goddamn right I did. But you know what? When you look at how fast some of these horses want to go early, and keep in mind, a lot of them are sprinters stretching out. That run slower than aqueduct, winter duct, glacial fractions. Romantic Cowboy looks like the only horse that could get out there and put up actual respectable honest fractions and if that happens you have one horse that might have just neutralized all this like 
shit ton of early speed in this race because if the other ones are like need the lead type horses, if romantic cowboy gets out as fast as I think he can, then you might have five or six horses in this race. Just fucking quit. Just pack it up because they know they're beat because they have to be in the lead the entire way. I love betting against those types of horses. Um, Sometimes I'll, I'll think someone is going to try to make, you know, try to make something happen, but you know, no, like I, I think that romantic cowboy gets, gets an easy lead here. Uh, you can't just single because there is so much pace. And what if the horse doesn't out duel? If not, I'm covered by the horses. I do really like uh, the seven moster in my favorite to pick the six relish the Ridge. You know what? Speaking of relish, don't we all just relish in your night when he's been folding towels all season in high school? You know, is it Marky Mark in the Philadelphia football movie? Marky Mark can't be broken. I believe it's what Disney named it. Listen, we're all about underdogs. And we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and college baseball player props. And there are so many ways to win over on Underdog. Active in so many states. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. P-N. You know, we mentioned underdog fantasy being available in so many states. No reason to be just wary of Ohio. Like, there's a long time that you could not buy just good American pornography um, in Ohio. God, God forbid the, the Danish or, or German stuff either. Like, that was whew, verboten. Let's move on to the penultimate leg. It's going to be the nine furlong Lady Jacqueline Stakes, obviously named for um, former First Lady Jacqueline Bouvier Kennedy Onassis uh, and her deep ties to the Thistledown track. I don't know who it is, but it's a $250,000 stakes race for Phillies and Mayors three years old and up. Now, this is where we start seeing it, folks. This is These are the back doors to the Breeders' Cup. These are the just the sneaky winning your ends where you can, if you play your cards right, you got a monster you don't think can win in the races on the big stages. You can try your luck, and odds are he's a monster for Thistledown, and uh, you can you can get him in. Um, Axe Bob Baffert, see if he ain't heard. Something he does all the time with, like, say, Parks, which uh, in, the, in the Ohio-Pennsylvania rivalry, I 100% lean. Uh, Pennsylvania. Big shout out, Matthew DeSantis. All right. So with this race, I thought it was another spread race. This is the biggest field, I believe, with 12 horses. Um, let's see Interstate Daydream, the Brad Cox favorite, push for a lead for once. Let's see what happens here. Uh, there is some speed here who could get the drop, I think. And it makes it a good race to price hunt and favorite exclude. Uh, so... Interstate Daydream, you're out of here. You're just 
we're not even going to think about you. You we're just kind of kind of think you're probably the title to a stone temple pilot song or something. They'll be like, Oh yeah, you were a horse. Um, I went three deep. I'll tell you who I included and no surprise at all. All of these horses, uh, I think come out of the same race, which is going to be, uh, the Allaire DuPont at, uh, at Pimlico for uh Preakness weekend. We start with the four, a lot of Vita for, uh, my boy, Nacho Correas, Ignacio Correas, the fourth, uh, he's got Vincent Shamano up and, um, this horse was a game third in the Allaire DuPont lost by a length to interstate daydream. I will have to check my mental notes here, but I actually think that this was a heavily, I think this was a day that was a little bit speed biasy. If that's the case, that makes a lot of Vita an instant bet back for Nacho. Um, then of course we're gonna use the four Misty Vale, Michael Huey for uh Michael maker, Mike maker train, Michael Huey owned, but we do have one big thing worth noting. Um, one one of our favorite jockey nicknames, Lover Boy, Jareth Lover Loveberry. Uh, he is not going to be making the start on uh, on Misty Vale, I assume, because I, I believe uh, he either he's injured. I think he's off two fills as well. I might have only half been listening to TVG today. I'll find out from tweets probably. All right, so Misty Vale, it's a horse that can come from off the pace. I, I went five four five nine. And I'm going to lump Lotavita and Misty Vale together. They're, they're the two that make sense at a uh, from a pace stand for, standpoint. There's a lot in here. It's legitimate pace, and both will move late. My wild card here is going to be the Nix, and it's the wild card because she has the ability to run honest early fractions. I know I sound like a broken record. Could knock out a lot of the early speed. Get brave on the front. This is a horse that actually did not fit my qualifications for. I didn't think its average speed of its last three, you know, excluding trouble trips was, was good enough. I didn't think I didn't like the workouts or I didn't like, uh, I didn't think it, you know, it made sense in the spot. Like was the horse good enough to win based off what it showed me against different competition. I think you got to consider this horse though, uh, coming out of a thistle down allowance race, uh, won by 11 links and put up a 92 for a, a name that's real familiar to me. Uh, Kim pull uh, who does some stomping down at Oakland. Speaking of doing stomping down at Oakland. Uh, I mean, the horse ran pretty well under Robertino Diodoro and I actually love seeing that after the first out of the Diodoro barn bounce with speed figures were put up a 73 prison at 73 in his last race at Oakland ships to thistle down and runs its fucking eyeballs out first off the shelf, but second out of the DO barn. I always like fading these big trainers with high winter percentages when they move when their horses move to like smaller barns. Like you can't count on that class to carry over. Um, so I do like secret fix and that's such a big effort that it put out at, at a mile last out. I, it's going to be a lot tougher here. But if anyone is going to beat Interstate Daydream, uh, you know, towards the front and make it really dicey if the horse will win, hit the board or not, uh, it's going to be secret fix. Uh, with least with a uh, local jock Luis Gonzalez up, hitting at twenty four percent, forty four percent Kim Pull and Luis Gonzalez together, twenty three percent with routes. We look at this Kim Pull, 
in 92 races, no conditions. In 92 races, right now, Kim Pool actually has a positive ROI if you bet every single one of Kim Pool's horses. And uh, strong winner last out, uh, uh, winner last race angle here, too, hitting at about 18%. A lot has to happen for Secret Fix. <clears throat> a lot of horses, uh, you know, he's got to go faster than some horses, and then a lot of other horses have to have a lot of quit in them. So we were three deep. Four, five, and nine with a lot of Vita, Misty Vale, and Secret Fix. And that brings us to the Ohio Derby. And why should I spoil it? That's right. Every Ohio Derby is won by heroin. <sighs> Actually, I think the bigger story here is that, uh, uh-oh, the sound drops rel relative again. Because multiple horses are ending this race courtesy of... Courtesy of Peter Pan Bus Line. <laughs> and uh, when I... Last time I talked about courtesy of Peter Pan bus line. <laughs> it's about a little horse named Archangelo. You might remember him. Never lost. So Bishop's Bay and Henry Q scrapped for minors behind Archangelo in that Peter Pan. Let's maybe not be too fast to dismiss, you know, this race to being just a two fills win and consider that Archangelo ran a negative two thoroughgraph in that Peter Pan and Bishop's Bay lost by a head. Uh, I, I want to say that, uh, I want to say that uh, Henry Q was third by a length. Now, are you going to ask me, are you seriously going to ask me right now if I got the thoroughgraphs for Ohio Derby day? Like I, is that, are you seriously? That's seriously what you're you're asking me right now. No, hell no. No way would I spend money on third grass for Ohio Derby Day. Uh, because it's not all talented horses coming from all over the place, you know, and trying to figure out who's better. It's way better horses coming from a couple places and way outmatching these local fields. Uh, so I'm going to definitely be using um, the two horses that finished second to who looked like a monster in the, in the Belmont uh archangelo bishop's bay and then also uh going to use uh henry q and now let's talk about two fills people are very enthused with how two fills ran uh in the kentucky derby i think that you should consider that race as a positive thing but you should also consider the fact that that race might have absolutely taken the starch out of two fills. You should also consider the fact that old lover boy is not going to be in the irons. Instead, we get Gerardo, Geraldo Corrales, who I actually love quite a bit. I love betting that dude. So two fills, I mean, if you look at the performance from the Jeff Ruby stakes to the Kentucky Derby, even though he did finish gamely, there was a five point regression in speed figures. And that's coming off of all weather, which you know is a dirty little pig boy angle. Little pig boy. <laughs> and he absolutely disgraced its name uh, by, by not performing, putting out a better speed figure after coming off of it. I see. I think this horse was building to the Je Jeff Ruby stakes. I think this horse is going to start sliding off of form. Jo late jockey replacement. I mean, all hail, hail Larry Ravelli and everything. But uh, I think this is an eight to five that you leave off in the final leg. And I think you keep it 
to the people who scrapped for minors behind Arcangelo. And that's going to be the one in three, Bishop's Bay and Henry Q. That's it. That's our pick four. Let me give you this final ticket here. Uh, first leg is going to be three, five. Second leg, four, six, seven. Third leg, four, five, nine. And the fourth leg, one, three. That's an $18 ticket for that all stakes pick four at a 50 cent base. It's a cheap little play. Uh, we, we didn't go too heavy on, on anything. I think a lot of surprises could happen. I, I just, I warn people from putting a little too much faith into, into two fills. Uh, we've seen horses that ran really game seconds in Kentucky derbies come back to not do shit. Uh, and then also, you know, interstate daydream. Listen, some of these horses, their only move is going to have to be to just fucking quarter horse. And I don't think that interstate daydream feels any sort of expediency, I guess is what I will say. I'll also say, uh, Hey, Check out the merch store, SG, uh, store.sgpn.com, uh, or sorry, store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Go to Brands, the Notorious OTB. We've got shirts. We've got mugs. We've got everything to just keep you keep you looking good and keep your keep your drink hot. Um, also, tick fucking talk to the hizzy reviewer, winner of the Fallen Bob. I'm looking at it's five five twenty eight. You have until eleven fifty nine. Uh, God's time central to get in touch with me shipping so that we can send you the fallen Bob. And if not, we are drawing again. So if you lost hope, uh, get that shit back. <laughs> you have a chance again. Uh, Cause we will redraw off to the hizzy. You damn fool. Uh, doesn't claim that's going to do it for us here at the notorious OTV brought to you by the sports gambling podcast network. We'll catch you next time.